Welcome to the Mindful Conversations Over Coffee podcast. Join us as your hosts, Ron and Thomas, share their experiences through the path that is mindful leadership. Grow your own skill sets through tools and suggestions, along with goofy humor and philosophy. There's always some good stuff served up fresh for your listening pleasure. Here's Ron. Hey, Thomas. Thanks. Thanks for great introduction as usual. So um, this this month, we're in July, we're we're about a week behind on our recordings <laughs> because we were trying to get together and, and summer happened as, as things as we were kind of going along. Um, but I think some really fantastic stuff's been, been been going on since the last time we got together. Indeed. Summer is uh, is here and things move a little slower and uh, it's all good. Uh, glad to be back. Life is life is good. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So just to, just to, um, to do some quick updates, uh, kind of where we're, what's kind of happened, um, I guess, in the background uh, over the last few weeks. Uh, so article series, The Mindful Leadership's Journey, um, really fantastic. So that was kind of part of my homework, I think, a little bit as I was trying to understand what mm-hmm. the, the whole Mindful Leadership journey. So I wrote a, a series of five articles and about, you know, and it, it, it was really quite interesting because um, it went to where I didn't think it would go. <laughs> That's often the <laughs> you, case. You, you know, so uh, I was thinking, okay, it'll be, okay, here's, you know, here's 15 different, you know, leadership tips or whatever. But I really got into some authentic stories um, as I was going on. And I got some great feedback and comments throughout, uh, so it's pretty cool. So once you get past some of the superficial layers, the real good depth comes in once you start growing organically. Yeah, well, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I said, I said you know what, because I, I wanted to get my, my true the leadership story. And what, what were the, you know, what were these lessons? And, and uh, um, so it was, it was really quite cool. So I was quite, quite pleased with getting that together. Um, did a deep dive into the whole you know, five stages of mindful leadership and the 12 uh, measures that we're kind of going through here and uh, put together kind of this matrix style, uh, almost like our, our cheat notes, like I think a little bit for our, um, what we're going to be covering off here. So that was, mm-hmm. that was fantastic. Um, over 200, actually now it's about 225 uh, newsletter subscribers. So Congratulations. Did, did that Fantastic. one, so that was pretty cool. And we have about, uh, according to the numbers, however they come up with these numbers, we have 33 people that are listening to us right now. So uh, this is, uh, that number is uh, continuing to grow each week, or sorry, each month, and which is fantastic. Well, with that in mind, hopefully our family spreads the word and uh, we can get some... Yeah, exactly. More, more than just the kids are, my, my, my daughter's <laughs> listening in. And Hi, Mom! Right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, so a couple of things also just kind of what's coming up. Uh, I'm just putting the finishing touches on the third iteration of the toolkit. So when you sign up for the newsletter, uh, there's this, this email series that you get that kind of outlines all the details of what really what we're kind of covering off here and kind of gives you the framework. Very cool. Um, yeah, so just doing some finishing touches on that. So by the time that this goes live, um, yeah, that should be there. So um, if, when you head over to sign up, you'll get the whole series and you'll get caught up to speed of what we're going on. See, that for the old folks, this is the Coles Notes version. For those of you who don't know, <laughs> yes, Google it. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 that's exactly, exactly. Um, and then um, September coming up because we're, we're going to be doing Workshop 2.0. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to that. So uh, stay tuned for some some uh, news on that. Very cool. So uh, let's kind of get into what we were kind of covered off last week. I guess our, our sorry last month, mm-hmm. our homework. So the we're. We're ta- we're exploring this thing called practice and this idea of mastery versus mediocrity and the the, the idea of, of you know what is our um, what are we practicing uh, as mindful leaders and our strengths and, and an all around um, kind of um, you know what do we go deep on and what does practice mean um, and and one of the, I think your home, your homework Thomas is in a res around the idea of kind of leveling up kind of the mastery yep. toward your targets and whatnot so how did the, how did the, how did that go. Well, it was always interesting to 
take the pressure off by just going through the process. And whenever we go through things that we're comfortable with, you always learn something a little bit new. And in this case, I set myself a goal. Um, I wanted to improve my target. Uh, I'd, I'd met my target. And then from there, it was a matter of getting comfortable with it. And I set an increase of 44% uh, within that, uh, I think it was a three week time that we had set. Um, so as things turned out, uh, I ended up uh, increasing by 33%. So I fell a little bit short, but when all was said and done, it still is an over target situation. So the lesson really that it came out with here is excellence is a very interesting thing because it's countered also with acceptance. So yes, I would have loved to have those extra numbers and by all means, it would have been fantastic. I'm very happy with how things have turned out. And what I took away from this, as I mentioned, good enough sometimes is good enough. However, that should never get rid of or override persistence. And I think that's the lesson that I came out with. Mm. By doing and redoing, the comfort level got increased. The things that were out of my control, I had to learn to let go yeah, and, and by all means the few people that I would have seen that could have said yes would have increased the the percentage of, of return but that was beyond control so right. and really accepting that for what it is the effort goes in consistency goes in and then at the end of the day once you look and see where you've been part of the growth mindset I would believe is to be happy and celebrate the moment for what it is yeah, so it's like setting setting targets and um, just you know um, letting that you know kind of guide you what you where you're headed, but it still comes down to what you do each day. To, yeah, to be able to move toward that, right? So, and this is the whole thing of well, you know, it's cold out, or it's hot out, or it's raining, or I don't feel like it, or I stub my toe, or you know, I'd rather play Pokemon or whatever the case may be. It's really making it happen based on the frequency and making it part of your own makeup and that's really to do it do it well repeat it and grow within yeah yeah it's it, well, that's kind of interesting because I, I think there's there's that element of um you know what you know doing what you need to do to be able to achieve so so i guess what i'm trying to understand so what from from a taking from a mastery perspective what was what was kind of the one takeaway that you can think of that you know you were you were able to to hone in on a um you know like the the, the practice aspect of, of what we were doing really is uh to be understanding of the adversary primarily as myself uh, and okay. label it going ah you know there there's the scary monster or whatever that may happen to have been and identifying it and then overcoming it really was to yeah. conscientiously see what the issue was as opposed to blind eyeing it and blaming it on the weather or oh, okay, yeah. the this to that when it really comes down to saying, you know what, this is my own barrier that I've set for my own comfort zone. Right. Um, and consistently being able to identify it, label it, and then overcome it is something oh. I do every day still, but really working hard on it is uh, the turning point for me. Oh, that's fantastic. That's pretty cool. Um, so on my, my homework was uh, kind of going a little bit deeper, I guess, on the whole mindful leadership stuff. So, um, and I guess that's where I, you know, I, I dove into the, you know, writing, okay, well, what is this mindful leadership thing? 
you know, I spent a lot of time getting very authentic in my stories, um, like writing writing this series of articles yep. and whatnot. And I really kind of you know did a little bit of soul searching of okay, well, what you know, what what was this journey that that it, that got me to here. Um, and then kind of figuring out, okay, what does it mean to be a mindful leader, right? So, mm-hmm. so because because that's really what I was trying to figure out is you know what is the, what is the practice around mindful leader? When we say okay, we're well, gonna you're gonna practice something, what does that mean? Um, and then you know, so getting very specific on okay, well here are the here are the, here are the different measures. Depending on where you're from, the stage perspective, this is you know this is kind of where your 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 mindset um, should be because I, I I found very similar, a lot of stuff was stuff in my own head that was stopping me. Uh, or preventing me from from doing what I was doing. Well, one thing that um, I think is very relevant here is strong people work on their strengths, ideally, but that's not necessarily the case. Strong people work on their weaknesses, and that's where the real internal strength comes from, is identifying that and making yourself level up by having a stronger skill set all the way through. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. I think so. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think as you get better doing what you're doing, um, you're going to start tripping over your weaknesses. <laughs> right? You know, it's a, what's the, the weakest the weakest link in the chain is, is, is really is, is, is as fast as you can go, right? So, For sure. Yeah. Cool. Um, and I guess the other thing that I was um, looking at was um, deepening my mindfulness practice. So I've actually introduced a, um, a second meditation Toward the end of the day, very cool. Before, before I was going to bed, so I've, um, I've been, yeah, I've been doing it for almost every day since we last met, and um, uh, I just yeah, I just find it it's, it's it settles me down at the end of the day, kind of forces me to put the phone away and the technology and, the, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Um, so that that was really kind of kind of interesting, um, um, and it kind of goes to your point. There, this this practice thing kind of leads into the whole habit. Yes. Right. So there's 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 this practice. Okay, all the stuff that I could be doing from from a practice perspective, uh, which is a great lead-in to our, to our next our next month or uh, of activity, Absolutely. Um, which is really about persistence. So you know this idea of okay, so you've you've figured out what you're going to practice. Now, how do you build the consistency? Absolutely. Uh, toward what you're going to be able to go right. Well, I think a lot of it has to do with transition management, and this is. The, the objects in motion tend to stay in motion. I believe emotions are very similar to that as well. When you're having you know, your, your mindset in whatever mode it may be, oftentimes it's very difficult to change gears. And the conscientious act of deciding to wake up and then go into meditation and then go into your day is a very um, structured mindset and it takes discipline to be able to do that. Mm-hmm more so perhaps than just running with the feeling whether you want to or not. Now, when we apply it specific to your situation, the end of your day may not necessarily always be at the same time. I know you've been doing some readings as a side note. We can get to that later. Yeah. Uh, however, life sometimes gets in the way with these plans. and It'll be interesting to see how habits end up being formed into the life. Yes, because I think there's... Oh, no, there's just something about the consistency, mm-hmm. right? And um, uh, you know, a couple things that you know that that I've built up over the years. Um, you know, it's it's first thing when I do when I wake up is I do I do my meditation, right? So I, I think uh, I I'm not a, I don't push that on anybody by any sense of the means. I think everybody's got to come to meditation in their own in their own way. And you could you could be practicing mindfulness without doing meditation. So it's that's not like a prerequisite. 
having said that, I think in some of the larger, larger, or sorry, higher stages, it is you have to have some sort of meditation, prayer practice, of, or whatever that happens to be. Uh, but definitely starting off, I mean, there's there's mindful journal, journaling, uh, mindful walks, you know, um, um, you know, going through, you know, spending time with nature. So there's 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 things that you can be mindful of to to help. Really, it's 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 creating a practice to pause. <laughs> yes, here's an interesting thought. I mean, pretty much anything can be mindfully experienced, good and bad. I was reading uh, a few uh, weeks ago. Um, Headspace, the the story of uh, of the gentleman who was involved with that, and he ended up spending some time in, um, I believe it was a, a, a monastery of some sort, and they were meditating full time, and so he asked his teacher uh, something to deal with uh, waking up and going to sleep, and his question was, well, do you wake up on the in breath or the out breath? Yeah. So that's how it becomes integrated into life, is it's just always there and part of your normal circadian rhythm well yeah I, I think there's it's yeah it's really interesting I mean and actually and you, you, you touched on something from your, 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 your I guess your homework that you noticed in, in the, um, the practice side of things about the, the, the mental aspect of you, you really started becoming aware of your own um, you know the weaknesses the yeah the, well the self-talk the inner mm -hmm. that inner critic right and, and I think it's um, uh, the, the, you know the, the idea of practicing or sort of, the, on the, sort of switching to the persistence the habit of meditation helps you you know become aware of that that self-talk uh, at least that's what that's the experience that I've well I think it's shakan songu is something that comes to mind okay. for the the French in uh, in the group that is to each their own uh, so right. quite frankly meditation may not be something for everyone though it offers an opportunity to be still and within that pause that we so often talk about action and response lengthen the pause yeah and I, I think really I mean that's um, to, to me that that I, you know that widen the gap quote um, from Viktor Frankl mm -hmm. uh, between you know between stimulus and response there is a space and that space is um, our, you know is that gap or and that's our freedom right so um, and I think the whole mindful leadership journey is about uh, you know, becoming aware of our automatic behaviors and being able to create that space, um, and however you're able to do that. So it's it's whether it's it is it is the pause. Mm -hmm. <coughs> Meditation is what you do on the mat. So that's you know it kind of gives you gives your brain the experience your 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 um, your your physiology to you know to calm down to because it's it's always 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 on. Um, and then what we do when we the practice of mindful leadership. Is what we're doing off the mat, right? Well, I, and I believe very much as well uh, the the little decisions that you make during the recharge uh, pauses often turns into the automatic response. And um, during the course of a business day, a leader does have choices that cannot be thought over, and so you go back to that which you have practiced. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's in, and I think going deep in the practice last. In the, in the last few weeks, I, I kind of noticed um, getting these glimpses in, in my meditation of, of this, this really, I don't know, this, this, this sense of, like this truly sense of, like when you, when you I don't know, 
they say it, you know, you're, there's some sort of it's this enlightenment thing that happens after whatever you're doing. Like, you know, the, 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 the monks in the monastery, they, they dedicate their life to these things and something happens. And, and, uh, and, and, and I, I think you, you, we, I don't know, in my experience, we get slivers of the experience. Like, like just wait a sec. There's, I'm, I'm my own worst enemy. And I, th- and I think that's what it is. Okay, folks, we're going to introduce Ron to the chakras. Yeah, there you go. What we are looking at right now is increasing our energy. And Ron has been dabbling with Kundalini, which is the state of enlightenment. Yes. So congratulations in reaching a higher vibration. Yes, that's what they talk about. Yeah. So, it is, uh, it is. Open your third eye. And if you're wearing a hat... Um, you might not be able to see much. <laughs> That's it, eh? Yes. Um, but yeah, no, but it's just really, I mean, there, there's this idea of, you, you know, when you notice your own, your own inner, inner voice and you're observing that, be, that behavior, right? And, and we're going, oh, shit, I'm caught up in that pattern of whatever that is, that self-doubt. And you're caught, and, and it's being able to shift your attention to be able to see that, right? And, and um yeah, I, I mean, whatever, whatever woohoo stuff there is out there. <laughs> that, that it's it's really just my my own experiences, I guess, of what, what what's going on. Wisdom is a wonderful teacher that way, and it's really the battle. And I think, as you mentioned, to be able to step outside and, and observe is key to all of this. Once you're in perspective, gets lost when you're in that scenario. But being able to distance yourself and really observe it dispassionately from the distance allows you to start the learning process react accordingly and then elevate your level of consciousness right yeah because i think one of the things that i remember writing about was the, the ghost in the machine yes um and basically we're you know a reference um uh of, of the idea of uh can, this term has kind of been adopted to uh, computer programmers that have um uh, like old code that's in your in your in your system so like you know, Windows, for example, you know, there's there's tons of this old code that's not sure what pe- what it really does, and, and every so often it causes the blue blue screen of death or, or whatever happens in within Windows these days, and um, uh, but that's a ghost in the, in this old code, right? So in our own operating systems or um, how how we're wired. We, these things happen that we have something happens like, what, the, what the hell was that like why yeah. did why why did i why did i respond like what you know we you know i think i notice it when i say okay that was my dad talking right <laughs> <laughs> right, right what the heck was that it was right? the merovingian yeah yeah, yeah, well, yeah the that's right you know, matrix go the whole the whole matrix moment there again so uh, yeah it's um unplugged from the matrix for sure um but yeah it's it's that um uh being able to observe well, that's where the, the good stuff comes into play. And being able to do that, as we mentioned time and again, I think is core to moving forward. Yeah. So, okay. So let's, let's get specific from a practice perspective. So, um, sorry, not practice, um, persistence. So the actual habit. So my, my experience from, from a habits perspective, I'm, I'm pretty, um, I've been working on this for a while. And I, I, uh, I use something what I call... Actually, it's a couple different things. So one, it's a keystone habit. Mm-hmm. There's a habit stack. And then the, the uh, never break the streak is kind of the, my, my go-to um, for, for, with regard to the habits. So let's kind of talk about each one. So a keystone habit is something that you do every day, no matter what, usually at the same time. So it could be brushing your teeth when you first wake up in the morning. 
keystone habit, mm-hmm. something that happens, right? So something that happens every day. Now, my I, I've kind of labeled my keystone habit as my meditation practice. So I wake up, usually within 5, 5.30 a.m., and the very first thing I do is I make my way over to the couch and, and um, meditate for 20 minutes. Uh, give or fit, I do that every day. Um, actually, this month, I've been doing that every day for four years straight. That's impressive. Congratulations. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. And now you're not supposed to count, <laughs> but it's <laughs> it's one of these things that I do. Um, uh, but anyway, so it's that's my keystone habit, right? Mm-hmm. The, uh, the habit stack is now everything kind of built around that, right? So you start, the one moves into the next. Right. So... Um, the to make to be able to make sure I meditate every morning, so I, I go to bed at no, sorry, so I, I wake up at between five, five and five thirty. I get eight hours of sleep. So so to, to make the the, the, the there's actually the pre starting the habit is making sure that I'm shutting down my technology, turning shutting off the TV and whatever eight eight thirty ish the night before. Okay. And um, you know start getting you know doing the wind down. Now I've been actually meditating, so there's actually the meditation. That's the new habit that is not quite ingrained, uh, but I have been doing it fairly consistently for the last few weeks. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of like it kicks that stream off. Then you know, get ready for bed. Uh, I usually read some sort of book or something uh, for 15, 20 minutes, and then my usually my, at that point my, my I'm pretty much zonked out. Hit the pillow, sleep through till uh, till 5 a.m. Uh, then so then the Keystone habit kicks in. And then every day, right after that, I meditate, I stretch. So there's a stretching routine that I go through. Uh, if it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'll actually do an exercise. I got I got my um, my weights and whatnot that I do. That get probably I'm probably going to be bumping that up to five days at some point. But right mm-hmm. now, it's, I'm consistent on the three, just the way my schedule. To your point, I think you were talking about just it, you need to fit it into whatever schedule oh, that you're, sure. you're working through, yep. right? And and. Y- you don't you don't do all this at once. You know you start off with the one, nail it, and then get and then build on, right? So um, and then then usually yeah. So then I'll I'll do the exercise and then it's hit the bullet journal, right? So I kind of identify okay, you know, kind of recap, um, you know, look at my notes from the day before. What's that one thing that I got to get done today? And I'll highlight that and and that's pretty much my you know that first you know that sacred hour first thing in the in the morning. Very cool. That um, that and the stack kind of associated just within that around that that piece. Um, so if I, you know if I want to introduce a new habit, I, I usually try to look for ways to attach it to the habit stack in some way. So here's the the question: um, You're very regimented and very disciplined in your approach. How do you get around? the emotional, the little monkeys that jump around and go, hey, I want to stay up tonight and watch Game of Thrones or someone invites you out to the ball game and hijacks some of your intentions. Well, yeah. So, well, it's, it's, so yeah, I mean, so there's, there are, you know, so, you know, someone calls, a buddy of mine will call and go, um, you know, you want, you know, I got, I got, I got tickets. Poker night with the Poker buddies. Night. Well, yeah, yeah, or, you know, you have the Jays game, I got tickets for the Jays game or whatever, right? So, um, I mean, and you, you kind of pick and choose with, with, with what you're going to do. I, I'm pretty anal though about you know I'm you know 8:30 I'm uh, I need to get my eight hours because it, it's to me it impacts my ability to serve so so I know to for me to be at my peak performance I need to get my seven and a half to eight hours of sleep so I, I'm conscious I have to consciously make decisions I will not be at my best tomorrow if I make this decision now 
which is right. a very adult thing right. to do. So, so, um, and that's why, and that's why it's. But I don't have to think about it. So, and here's the other aspect of it, and, and this is where um, identity-based habits versus. Um, uh, so, if it's, if it's part of your identity, so it, it's about how the language that you use. So, what, an interesting study that was done, and I think I read this in Atomic Habits uh, by James Clear, mm-hmm. and it talks talks about identity-based habits. And the first one is so they had a, they had the study of uh, these three groups of people, right? So um, basically, they're given a, a task to start a, a diet. I think it was a diet test or whatever. But, but and that's something that they need to introduce a new habit to. So there was the I guess the um, uh, what do you call it the the base what's that called the uh, the baseline the baseline group. Uh, yeah, task group. Yeah, so so the the, the 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 one that didn't have any sort of instruction uh, around it. There's there's a there's a term to it, and it's a, it's it's completely escaping right now. But I'll say I'll think of it in a couple minutes. We'll remember it. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Um, and the se- the second group was given the, you know the same instructions. You need to start to have it, um, but you but the way you want to frame it is saying saying um, I uh, I can't miss doing this. So um, uh, so using the language can't. Okay, uh, and then the third group was given the language. Uh, I don't miss doing this. Like I, I don't, you know, I don't miss doing this whatever activity. Right? So, it, so if he was doing the meditation, you know, the first group would be given here's your, you know, here's the everything you need to do to to, to start in your meditation practice. Go. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then the second group would be saying you're given the language, and what you would need to be able to tell yourself saying I can't miss um, a a session every day. Okay, yeah. and the, the the language of the third group was I don't miss a session every day. Okay, so basically the results of the the, the study uh, basically was around one out of ten in the first group uh, stuck with their with their um, routine. Um, it was, I think it was around two or three that people that use the language can't. Yes, um, the people that use the language don't. Eight out of ten stuck with their. Um, stuck with their their habit. So what's the the, the magic glue here? It's the identity base. All right. So so when you when if you think about your identity of who you are, well I'm not a person that misses a meditation practice. So it's part of my identity. So if you think about uh, you know because because I view myself as a mindful leader, well mindful leaders do X. So they meditate. Here's, here's something that I'm going to throw a curveball, and I believe we're attaining the same end, but perhaps with a very different goal. And I went through a life-changing series of events several years ago, which was a catalyst to a completely different area in my life, much more positive gains. Uh, that was The Passion Test. Uh, it's a wonderful book, and it frames your life around one phrase. Okay, yeah. When I am living my ideal life, I am very much identity based. That's an I am state. I am is a sta- is an identity based statement. Absolutely. List, list out those 15 bullets and instead of looking at a negative element saying I don't do this, I don't do that, we'll frame it through positive lenses saying when I am at my best, I get 8 hours of sleep. When I am at my best, I am 
meditating and finding that space in between. Um, yeah. So it's the positive, negative. It's the framing, the self-talk, and really taking it back to your core value system. Well, exactly. And see, because because and, and that's why I think you know, I think well, at some point we're going to get into principles and, and whatnot, and, and how and what is the, what, what does that mean? And uh, but I think each of these little these each of these little measures is is a is a way we're trying to really rewire our um, the, the way we view the world. Um, for the better, right? For performance and how our contribution and our purpose and, and, and all these other things. When you make choices that are relevant to where you want to go, everything else becomes easy. Well, yeah, it's because it's, it's and well, I think that's another thing too. So the idea of a choice perspective. So it's the, it's actually a lot harder to, to follow through on a habit when you give yourself and out. Yeah. Right. So it's a lot harder to maintain a habit that you do 99% of the time than you do 100% of the time. That makes sense. Right. Because you, you have to, because you, you waste the energy, going back to the energy thing, about around making this decision. Oh, am I going to do this or not today? Right. Monday, to, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. It doesn't matter. I, even if it's freaking leg day. <laughs> and I hate leg day. <laughs> <laughs> right, I, and it, it, I don't know what it's going to hit, but because depending on the cycle, I, I do it. Right, it's it is one of those um, exercise. Uh, it is what it is, um, and it's uh, yeah. I know just just something about that identity piece, and, and so it, interesting that my my homework. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm looking. I'm actually leaning towards something that's outside of the habit stack because I'm, uh, I'm 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 curious. But I get to the homework piece. Um, I've been. Waffling whether waffling whether I'm going waffling. to be actually to actually I'm going to do this one because it's it's a, it's, a, it's a pretty nasty piece for me habit that I want to change so oh my yes exactly this is so the we'll, juicy good yeah stuff yeah here, exactly folks. so we'll, we'll get to that when we, when we figure out the homework but um, the identity based habits the 99 versus 100 I mean that, that's that's another key thing and the other one was I um, never break the streak right so I think this is from uh, Jerry Seinfeld I think it's in one of his quotes or stories. And um, so he knew early on, you know, he wanted to be a good comedian, mm -hmm. uh, and it was, and, and to do be be, be a good comedian, comedian, you got to write your own material. So he his he's he's credited for the um, never breaking the streak. So basically, making a commitment. Okay, well, if I'm going to be a good comedian, uh, every day I'm going to write a joke. Okay. Right. So and what he and he's known for putting the calendar on the wall. And you put an X through it when you when you do it, and the idea is that you create the X's, and the the, the point is you you never break the streak. So when you see some of these habit apps and whatever, you know they talk about the the habit, you know the, the you know three four of you know and, yeah. and the one that I, my meditation app that I listen to is telling me that I'm you know I'm, I'm in fourteen hundred days. That's well, a reward uh, system. You well, have to well, push exactly. the button, right? Exactly. I don't want to break the streak, right? Mm. So I'm at this number, and it's like and and it's never gonna it's never gonna stop. So, um, uh, you know, you struggle, at least with the meditation piece. You know, I struggled with the first couple of weeks just trying to get it going. But then I started getting some of the benefits and you know, what it did just from calming me down. And then when I said, you know, I'm never going to stop doing this. You were living your you ideal know. life. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then you just add each one afterwards. So, it's, once again, you don't try to change all these things at once. You do one. You know, it's the magic numbers. It's, it's, it's around 66 days. Um, and not the 30 days you might have heard or whatever, but it's, it usually is around that, you know, two to three month mark 
to actually turn something into into a habit where it's automatic. Yeah, and the habit is a very interesting thing to de, to define. Um, habit being an automatic response as part of your daily routine. Three weeks was initially where the knowledge started, as I understand. Now it's to three months. Ideally, who knows? Well, that's it. And I think, like, if you just decide to say, "Look, I'm I'm uh, I'm going to be this. I'm this type of person." Um, and I, we've covered off before the, the building your um, the, the awareness from inside out versus outside in. Yeah. Right. So so where you know we usually let our identity be driven uh, externally. Like so uh, you know I'm a person you know based on other people are telling us who we want to be. Mm-hmm. Really, this whole process from mindful leader is the idea of okay I'm going to do it from the inside out. So I'm going to make these decisions. I'm going to make these tiny tiny shifts each day. And I'm going to rebuild, um, uh, be the person, my best self, whatever that happens to be in the world, um, and um, do follow the, you know, the, the, these practices. You have to want it, and that's really where it comes down yeah. to it. Uh, and when I reference back to that passion test, I had uh, poor health, and I needed to lose a lot of weight. Um, the parallel here, of course, in the business world, you always have to do something to be a bit more efficient and better, faster, meet your quotas and so forth. And in this case, nothing happened until the time that I said, enough is enough. And it, it, well, yeah, to it, it, and that's where the change is. Yeah, and I, and I think it's, it, it's very very much similar from, from the meditation piece, right? It was, I was struggling. I remember... Uh, for years, I was, you know, I would, the first thing I would do in the morning, I, I, I've, been, I've been always in around that 5 a.m. for, I, I'm not sure when I introduced that, but I've been doing that for, for, for a while. Um, but I, I would always, you know, think, okay, I, I didn't have a lot of time, you know, you know full-time job and, and, you know, to get some of this content stuff, this, 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 this mindful leadership stuff, I would write for an hour every day. And I would do it when I first woke up. And I, and I spun on that, oh, at least a year um, where good content wasn't coming out and I was getting distracted. I was, you know, sometimes checking my phone first thing and, and it just, it just like, what the hell, right? Um, I was getting up, but I wasn't, I was my own head game. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wasn't doing what I needed to do. And then I said, you know what, instead of just diving into work, what are, it, it actually turned into more personal piece. So, so the meditation, I picked up, you know, basically meditation, exercise and journaling um, was the three. And um, I said, you know, for, forget forget trying to be productive because I've been trying to do this for a year and nothing's no, nothing's happening here. Mm-hmm. So so let's go. And so um, uh, I started the meditation in July uh, four years ago, and then in August that's when I started the uh, very quickly. To your point, um, I didn't it didn't take three months, um, but because I I decided that's when I started the exercise. So I've been doing that just shy of the four years as well because of the um, uh, same same type of idea. But just wanted the wanted the change, um, and uh, adopted the change of journaling a little bit because it, I'm actually in that hour. I've actually instead of doing just ten minutes of meditation, it's now twenty, and, uh, and the exercise has gotten a bit more involved and whatnot. So it's you know my first hour is really just those two. Um, but I always set my intention for the day. Well, always, well, 99. That's probably one that's not completely consistent, but it's, it's, it's when I do do it, I do follow through on it. We will plant uh, a sankalpa. There we go. There we go. I don't know what that means. Ah, very nice. This is yoga nidra. That perhaps may be a direction that may... Uh, oh, okay. Maybe something that might be of interest to you. And this is a practice where you lay absolutely still and you rhyme off 
each of the parts of your body. One oh, okay, it's a other. body scan. Okay, yeah, yeah, body yeah. Body scan. Yeah. And from there, once you are completely in a state of restful bliss, you set an intention. Ah, very cool. And that becomes very deeply ingrained in how you go about future decisions. And from there, you reverse back to the conscious state. And that little seed then grows into your yeah, life. So it's, it's like, yeah, it's just it's doing a direct message to the unconscious saying, guys, this is what's going on, right? So, um, yeah, intention and intention and attention are the two muscles that we're working on here, right? So, um, yeah, body scan. So that so that's really, that's a nice little mind shift um, in using the games model piece, right? If you're, if you're something you want to be able to, to achieve, what's in the way? Well, that's, you know, what's the, 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 the body, body scan around that? And seeing the follow through. So it's very cool. Um, what else to add on the um, persistence and or practice stuff that we've been talking about? Self-discipline, just do. Yeah, okay. Tell me more. Well, think less, you did. do more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did tell you more. We're done. <laughs> that was a good one. Well there, you, there you go. So, so Tom, okay. So, um, so what's your homework? Then if you think about the next next weeks, what's what's the habit that has been on the uh, edges of your mind that you know you need to do? Well, we've been talking for a long time in making um, meditative, close, internal time, I guess, uh, as part of my routine. I don't do a lot of that um, at all, really consistently. I dabbled a little bit with it. So I think my homework will be uh, to continue doing what I'm doing with the work uh, day job, but also honing the sword as the case may be, is trying to become better within, and perhaps introducing some regimen to uh, to the day. Um, this so is what, yeah, what specifically though? What, well, do, you, when, what do you think? Do you, this is, is, it a, is, is, is it a meditation habit that you just said there? I am dancing that been, around that. You've been that. scant dancing around that. <laughs> we are holding our, uh, Thomas accountable here. Um, so yes, I think that is what I am trying to allude to, but um, sidestepping as the case may be. So what's the best time if you think about it in your schedule to be able to do this? Realistically, I would say the morning is the ideal place morning. to start. You got the teeth brush anchor, um, build it around the existing habit and it, everything else will adjust. And I'd yeah. like to start small, uh, perhaps five or 10 minutes. I, um, yeah, see, and, well, and that's, it's, you don't have to dive in lots. It's actually the consistency is more important in the duration. I believe that. Right. So it's it's the. I mean, if you just say, I'm, I, I think there's a, there's a school of thought around habits, and I think they call them stupid small. <laughs> right. It, it doesn't matter if it's thirty seconds or twenty minutes. Um, it, the, the fact is that you do it every day. Yeah. Right. And I think the consistency is part of it. I don't think twice about brushing teeth. This should be part of the regimen. I know I've wanted to do it for a long time. It's time to make it happen. Yeah, cool. So with that homework, so as you're thinking about what I, I, I personally noticed a big shift in around the two to three week mark. And that, and I said, oh my God, this is the best freaking thing. I'm never going to, I'm never going to stop doing this. So I'm curious as, because I know, I know you're an avid journaler as well. Well, for um, me, as the meditative trance, I can write, um, for hours. Uh, I am a fountain pen aficionado and with my little desk lamp, the focal point becomes the tip of the pen and nothing else matters. Yeah. Well, but yeah, so maybe building it around that or whatever. I'm just I'm planting seeds with, with um, yeah. however you might want to do that. But I, I really, I'm really interested on once you establish the habit, what's that point when you go, holy shit, 
you know, what's your aha moment? And, and, and you're doing that. So let's see if we'll be able to report back on them the next time we get together. That is that. A, a pretty big standard to strive for. Yeah, a, a holy shit moment. A, a, a holy shit moment. <laughs> That's always only, it, was, it's, it, it, it was just, I just found my, um, my whole nervous system just went, oh. Like, like I, I just breathed. I felt like I breathed for the first time. Um, and it was just like, oh my God, the, the mental clarity around it was like fantastic. So I'm curious what um, what happens for you. Well, let's find out. Cool. That's the Haas M moment, the holy yeah. shit moment. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. All right. Cool. So, um, so that, yeah, that's a pretty big one. I can tell that you're a little bit uncomfortable oh, about, about, about that thing. Right <laughs> Gee, what did I sign up for here? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, you knew we were going to get to it at some yeah, point. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, so mine. So I said, you know, I said, I thought, you know, I'm, I was going to be pushing Thomas today. Uh, I'm looking at you. So, so mine is 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 potato chips. That's my. I have a vice. Well, there, there, there's Ron has a bowl right here, yeah, by exactly. the way. So before you came, I actually said, I'm, you know, I'm going to be making this habit change. So I got to get my last friggin' bowl in. I've witnessed yeah. it. So we <laughs> so, have witnessed yeah. physical bowl of chips. So, so this is an interesting one. So um, I don't watch a lot of TV, but I, you know, when I do. I just find I'm inhaling this, this freaking junk food, mm-hmm. um, and I'm I'm pretty good from a food perspective. Otherwise, like I mean, uh, you know, my salads, quinoa, and all this stuff that that, that I do. Um, but it just just the just the stuff in around the main meals is there, is it's just it's just like shit. Well, there is science behind that, yeah. and when you eat in front of the TV, you do not know the quantities that you. Oh, take. mindless. Yeah, you're, you're, you're pen- not. Yeah, you're not measuring it because you're focused on something else. The same yeah. as with distracted eating when you're driving. If you can, yeah, you know, you're handling food or whatever, and you're trying to keep the car on the road. There is absolutely no meter going on in your head until that bag of chips is in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. So it's. I guess there's the the mindful eating. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I'm getting into that. Well, I, I dabble in that, but I'm not sure it's being intentional. But basically, what the, the habit that is, I guess, is is the is the stop, is is the, the bag of chips, right? So, uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I, I I'm squirming with regard to this one because I, 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 I mean, to me the. The potato is just a medium to get the salt into my body, right? So, <laughs> so whether I get, get going at the salt shaker afterwards or whatever, just to get the salt in. But uh, we'll see. But uh, all right. So I'll share with you my aha moment, and that was something that was life changing for me, and that's drinking water. Mm. A lot of people I see there's coffee and there's iced tea and there's well, juices this, and this all is of this that. is an un, unsweetened iced right. tea, so it's a flavored water. It's still water that is not clear. There so we go. There we go. What point was, taken? Was to keep it simple. You drink the water and nothing else, and that made all the difference for me. You know what? It's yeah. It's it's um, in around that time. One of the other habits that I stopped was I stopped doing sugar. So I, I do not do sugar at all. Um, and but that was a that was a tough one because I was the I was the guy in my coffee. Um, I would put, you remember we used to do some yep. of the coffees back then? Yep. And I, I had this technique. It looked like I was only doing two. You grabbed three but, packets. Well, no, it was, it was, it was, it was four packets. Oh, I was up to four impressive. packets, but it would, four packets twice, right? So these eight packets of sugar in, in a coffee. Hardcore. Um, and probably, I actually had to stop the coffee because, um, 
the uh, just because because the sugar was what I was really it was the, was really the, the the medium to get the sugar into the body. So you go to the Timmy's and you order a glass of sugar with some coffee. Well, pretty much, pretty much. So I so I had to actually so being mindful conversations over coffee, I had to bring the coffee. We back. still drink coffee. We by still the way. yeah, exactly. We're still but but now it's without the sugar, right? Very cool. So so I'm using the uh, stevia um, natural sweetener um, as opposed to the sugar. But it's interesting enough the 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 um, the sugar withdrawal is a lot worse than caffeine withdrawal. I, it was it was brutal the sugar withdrawal for me, um, and, I, and I feel it every so often. Like you know, I sometimes um, um, you know you go to the movies or whatever, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, oh, how did I end up with this friggin' mindless eating in front yeah. of the, going to the movies? I got this super sized friggin' you know root beer, <laughs> Coke thing, all sugar. Oh yeah, and you know yeah, yeah and it's gone, and it was great. But the pounding headache the next day, as you go through the caffeine withdrawal, or sorry, the sugar withdrawal again the second time, holy jumping Jehoshaphat. Well, here, folks, is the schadenfreude. I'm going to watch to see if there's any salt withdrawal from the potato Well, that's it. Yeah, exactly. So, so, so that's my goal is to, to, do, to um, come off, the, um, to establish the habit of um, uh, the chips. Because your true point. I, I can I pound back a bowl without even realizing it, and all of a sudden I'm filling it up again, pounding it back, and you just feel the freaking grease in your body, and it's like you feel like shit afterwards. Yep. I'm, I'm saying shit a lot in this yes, episode for whatever reason, this but is uh, the it, 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 <laughs> there, we, there we go. Um, but um, yeah, it is one of those. Uh, so here is the challenge that I am going to empower you. Oh, with. I'll find that empower learn seriously. The New Year's resolution saying, oh, I'm going to stop doing this. Oftentimes, we substitute habits for other habits. Ah, yes, so yes, I don't yes. want you to stop eating chips and then go to rice cakes and go, well, that's not yeah, yeah, the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. no. You, you cut that one out. And if you're able to do that, that will be consistent. Can you do that? Well, yeah. So the repl- Yeah, because it, it's very easy to do a replacement, right? And you know what? I was already thinking about that. You know, I, I got gluten-free pretzels. How can you chip? I got gluten-free pretzels. Pet, pet, yeah, exactly. I got yeah. gluten-free pretzels that are... They're not potatoes, yeah, salt, but, but it's still but it's still the, the whole thing, right? So, mm. yeah, I'm going to have to really think about that. So, yeah, what, so what am I committing to? That, that, that's the interesting and thing. And no nail-biting either. Don't be starting yeah, that. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so the mindless eating, I guess, is, is what I want to... Um, stop um and being a bit more intentional and and you know if i'm if i'm you know eating grapes instead i think that's fine but um yeah it can't be the junk food yeah but i don't really know many people that eat grapes compulsively as they do chips that is true right exactly well exactly but you're picking basically making healthier choices around it right so there's a cycle around that if i remember correctly what was that again that whole making decisions what's going up against you and Making those adversarial changes. Oh, the guy, the games model that we've been talking about. There's some kind of model there. Maybe we can follow that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. What's my intention? What's right. what's in the way? What what's in the way? Well, yeah. Stop. So that's an interesting thing. All the all these all these things that are in around it, right? So I know um, a buddy of mine um, years ago. He was um, he needed to, he wanted to stop smoking, uh, but he he, had, he would compulse it when he was doing coding because uh, back in the time when he was when he was a programmer. He would be constantly smoking, so he actually had to stop the coding um, as a hobby type of thing because of the um, uh, to stop the smoking because it was just the habit that was right there. The, the, going back to, I had to stop the coffee to get the sugar out, right? 
Um, now, I just bought a 4K TV, so I'm not about to stop watching TV, so yes. we'll see. Well, <laughs> uh, I was a smoker once, and I stopped going to bars, and I stopped smoking, and uh, I guess I grew up somewhere along the way. Well, that's it, but yeah, so they're usually, because there's usually, I guess, a whole condition around that. So yeah, I'm going to... I'm going to explore this and we'll, we'll, I'll report back my experience of uh, all these hooks that are around potato chips. Wow. Ron is uncomfortable. Yeah, this, absolutely. This absolutely. Cool. Okay. So I think that was, um, I think that's everything we needed to cover off today. Is there anything else you wanted to add in there, Tom? I'm feeling good. This is uh, very productive. Uh, Hopefully, uh, everyone out there is able to follow along and make your own commitment. Well, exactly. So well, yeah, let's, let's invite our yeah, and to invite our listeners to what's the habit you want to um, you've been uh, itching to you uh, not itching the itch, the, the one the habit you know you need to change right so um, uh, I'll put I'll, I'll add a link to this episode of my um, uh, my tips for habits um, there, there's an article that I wrote I'll, I'll post that on the blog so you can go anyone can go check that out. And um, yeah, are you going to come along for the journey? Pick your own habit to uh, what you're going to improve and, and love to hear back from our audience if, if anyone's um, willing to dive in. We'd love to, love to hear from you. So. so in the end, the real prize here is a better you. So oh, don't let go. anyone force this. This is your decision. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think we're doing a little bit of the, the tongue-in-cheek here, um, uh, pushing each other. But, that, but that, I mean, I think there's, there's something about accountability partners, I think, a little bit. Is, yep. I think it's is, is very powerful. Um, the fact that we've, we're putting it out in the world, I mean, it's going to look pretty shit. And I'm, if I in four weeks and I go, oh, I'm still eating potato chips. <laughs> All right, we're going to do a swear jar for Ron as well. <laughs> there, Every S bomb is a dollar. <laughs> there, there we go. Well, yeah, that'll be the next habit. Oh uh, yeah, on. okay. We're, we're on record now. Don't go it alone, folks. Give us the feedback. Let us know what your challenges are, and we'd love to work with yeah, you. Absolutely, on this. absolutely. So um, I think with that, I think we'll we'll call it a wrap. Well done. Good job. Hopefully everyone uh, is successful. We'll see you around the other side. Until the next time, be well. Exactly. Until next time, you guys have a fantastic month. Talk to you again soon.